are worlds between our own, and from these worlds there are written histories, both ancient and modern. To read of these testaments scrawled in hidden places and on other things, you must fix your eyes uncomfortably within you, and if successful, your gaze will unlock the door behind raw imagination and meet the manuscript of innumerable folios known as the Dark Darkness. Hello, I'm Shark Child, and this is The Dark Verse, short stories of occult, metaphysical, and fantastical horror that will follow you to the visions of your sleep. I hope everyone's holidays are going smooth. Here is a little holiday gift for you, a little food for your imagination. This is episode 101 of The Dark Verse, and it is entitled doorways to obliteration. Doorways are a means of passage, but are also non-circumventive impositions on passage that have varying degrees of access. Some are open to all. Some contain doors for the filtration of sight and sound, but are still open to all. Some have locked doors, allowing admission only to the possessor of a key. Others are barred for extended periods of time, warding off entrance into domains that have become hazardous or unhospitable. But, there were some doorways not constructed by design, and formed, rather, by happenstance, by chaos, by accident. While these doorways were hidden from even the most skilled and aggressive of explorers, they remained reachable by the same coincidence that shaped them. But by merely existing, it did not mean that they should be entered. For just as a volcano's lava flows like a river, it does not mean that it should be swam in. So, too, were these doorways to be avoided, for at their junctures guardians waited to slay any trespassers with powers bestowed upon them by supreme magical beings for the protected seclusion of their world. These doorways carrying death as their destinations were called kill ports. The beings that dispatched the guardians and protected their world were called Brutbiloth, and the guardians which I was one of, were called obliterators. It would have been easy to cease the influx of unwanted visitors by destroying the kill ports, but the brute Beloth selfishly wanted it both ways, to obstruct entrance into their world from outsiders and to retain access to outsiders' worlds themselves. The Obliterators, a myriad of different organisms transformed by magic into almighty slayers, were their answer. Their answer until their world unraveled at the influence of my hands. The killport above me in the towering cavern I was assigned to activated. 
Its enormous tangle of gray, snake-like rocks illuminated, turning to a soft, glowing orange before uncoiling and spreading out to reveal an ovular opening of purple haze. I rose up off the ground into the open space of the torch-lit cavern to greet the incoming wanderer. A beautiful, magnificent being came through the doorway. Flowing hair and garments that draped its full body swayed majestically as it gracefully floated down. Upon its featureless yet stunning golden face, only two glowing white eyes were contained, but they radiated a splendor so soothing it was terrifying. The being looked pleased to see me there to welcome it, and I did welcome it, with death. I outstretched my arms and hands as the brute Baloth's magic within me channeled. My hands started to tremble, then to shake, and then to oscillate so quickly that their construct of atoms bent and whirred in unconformity. I then directed my hands at the bean and propelled them at it. They elongated and collided with the bean, tearing it apart and scattering it into imperceptible pieces that blended with the particles of the air. My outstretched, dismembered hands returned to me and converted back into their original states. The golden bean caught but a glimpse of the horizon of the brute Baloth's world through the cavern's opening before it was annihilated, the same glimpse any who passed through most killports witness. A piece of my heart tore each time I had to kill a blameless, careless entity but there were no exceptions to the bewitched law of my presence. Whether giant, minuscule, weak, or angelic, all non-Brutberloth entities who passed through the kill ports perished. The magic was unpreventable, impenetrable, and undefeatable. Creatures from demented realms had passed through my doorways, and they all met the same instant fate, no matter what their eminence was within the hierarchy of sovereignties in the universes and their dimensions. Immediately following this execution, an eccentric, low-level member of the Brutbaloth, a precarious wraith, entered the cavern. Its immaterial flesh was a murky green, and its face was a field of dark voids. I enjoy it more when the pretty ones die, it said as it twirled towards me. There is something about their surprise that satisfies me so much more. The way their holiness and grace has given them a certain prestige, but when they come here, it is ripped from them. The wraith made a pulling gesture. Without the pettiest care of their importance, all of their glory becoming as inconsequential as dust. What do you want of me? I asked, floating back down to the ground, ignoring its chatter. To have a little fun, the brute Baloth said. I'm going to take you on an excursion. The wraith then brought forth its powers and manipulated the magic within me, altering the variables of my ability and enslaving me to its will. You will now eliminate the first being to open a door that I beckon from, whether by voice or knock or any other device, the Brutbaloth said. Is not what I already do terrible enough? I asked it. Terrible, perhaps, but exciting. No, not when you have to wait so despairingly long for your displays. 
come, follow me. We must find your replacement before we depart. We found a replacement for the cavern, and then were on our way to a killport on the other side of the Brutbaloth world. The killport we entered led to a world that contained beings known as humans. They had varying civilizations, some with significant technology, but were devoid of what we called magic. They had no means of personal levitation or flight, and so used machines to carry them the great distances of their travels. The brute Baloth concealed our appearances and guided us to a community of dwellings. There, without hesitation, it knocked on one of the abode's doors. Don't open the door, I screamed in panic at the abruptness of the moment. You mustn't open it. But my words as well had been veiled by the wraith. The deadbolt retracted and the latch followed. The door slowly opened. A young female human stood in the doorway. The magic within me channeled. My hands fragmented and then with them I disintegrated her. Good, the brute Baloth wraith exclaimed. Let's try some more. Doors of commerce, doors of vehicles, doors of schools. Upon each and every one of them the conniving wraith knocked, and from each and every one of them I destroyed the first opener. My heart lurched with the death upon death that piled at the ends of my hands. I was already a tool of sinister machinations, but now I had become a vice of pure sickness. Somehow it had to stop. And, thankfully, a way occurred to me by which I could defeat this impish Brutboloth. On the next expedition, when the wraith knocked upon the door, I grabbed its hand, thrust it upon the door handle, and forced it to open the door. The vile being had but a moment to look at me in shock before I plucked it from existence with my hands. It was the most satisfying extermination I had made. It was justice, and it felt purposeful and empowering. Certain edicts of the magic the wraith had inscribed within me were further modified upon its demise. I could feel the magic inside me, see its contagion and details as if it were words written on my soul. I still had to kill, and was given the capability to kill. Whatever opened a door that was beckoned upon, but now instead of the wraith being the beseecher of an opener, I was. I could now have a choice in who was slain. I could both knock and kill. This, combined with the previous magical adjustments the wraith administered, whereby an entity did not have to advance through a doorway to be slain and only open the door, made me a reaper. I could target any door any entity, in any realm. There was only one place where I desired to utilize my new services. I returned to the Brute Baloth world and went throughout it, summoning the conceited fiends from their lairs and dens so that they would open their doors, their own personal kill ports, and I could do best what they gave me the ability to do. Obliterate. That concludes episode 101 of The Dark Verse. You can listen to and download the past episodes at patreon.com slash thedarkverse at thedarkverse.com 
or on iTunes. Happy holidays, everyone. Merry Christmas. Happy Hanukkah. And I will see you in a week just before the new years with another episode. All stories on the Darkverse are the sole property of Sharkchild and cannot be used for distribution, publication, or monetary gain without his written consent. Sleep deeply and remember to love.